0: Hello hello and welcome back to table conversation it does feel really good to be back here you know around the table chatting with you for series two of the podcast we were last here at the back end of May so I have had to look through uh, my camera roll on my phone to see what I've been up to since we've last had a conversation and I've managed a few nights out since the restrictions were lifted. They were lifted just as we ended the the last series. I even managed to get away to Devon, Hertfordshire and spent some nights out in London. I even made it abroad and I ended up in Sweden in Stockholm. So it's been so lovely hasn't it to see people back flying away and travelling, enjoying their holidays and you know travel is something that I am really passionate about and what it can do for us all really and it's also proved that despite all the hassles of testing, the hassles of filling in the forms and all the restrictions placed on people, people still do want to travel. In fact, at the last count, holidaymakers had been subjected to 50 changes, that's 50, in the rules for international travel since the first national lockdown Back at the end of June I joined an organised protest in London to take a stance to save travel and also the inbound tourism to the UK which often gets forgotten by a lot of the media and who knows with the way things are going I might end up back at Parliament protesting again quite soon but we'll see what happens there or I might be going for a walk around London with lots of friends. We did talk about lockdowns and how best to handle those quite a bit during the last series. And hopefully, praying, here in the UK, lockdowns are behind us and it won't be something... ...that we end up having to talk about again. But we will, if we have to go there, we will talk about it. Whilst lockdowns may be a thing of the past, the pandemic or endemic now isn't going away... ...and neither are those threats of more restrictions or new policies that are said to be designed to protect our health... ...where some cynics maybe would say that they also line the pockets of some people too... So I'm sure there will be conversations on this series around those moving goalposts and how we all feel about those and how it's affecting our lives and what we can do best to, to combat those feelings and, and some solutions on how to move forward through all of that at that point. Praying it doesn't happen, but who knows? The, there's been a lot of U-turns, there's been a lot of skid marks on the road of turning around and going in a different directions. So who knows? We'll go through it together, though. We'll be here around this table talking about it. I get just as confused as everyone else. And I I guess it is part of the material world that we live in. We believe that we can master nature. And I think both sides of the COVID debate suffer from that, that we feel like we have more control and we can see more patterns where they don't even exist because we want to. And I think, like I said, both sides of the debate can suffer from that. And we but we when we think about both sides of the debate we 've all got more in common than what divides us, and there's been a lot that 's come along our way um, that could divide us, and you hear those talking about the divisions, and those that talk about the divisions can be part of the problem, and in their minds they're on the correct side of that division. And I really want to debate that and talk through some coming together solutions as we move through the series as well, because I think that's more important than looking at what makes us different and what side of the argument that we might sit on. Fear has no doubt been created and fear has fueled some of those divisions. And it was one of our big topics that we talked about last series. And Again, it's more I've done more research about this during the break from the podcast. I read a really interesting book actually by Laura Dodsworth. The book is called A State of Fear: How the UK Government Weaponized Fear during the COVID-19 pandemic. I'm definitely planning on sharing some of my thoughts on this book with you. It is such a well-researched book with specific examples of how fear has been used to manipulate thought processes, some ideas about how the media has worked with the the fear-mongering and pushing that out there. And like I said, it's well-researched, it's factual, and there are actual examples in there, which I'm gonna share bits and pieces without breaking any copyright rules or anything like that. But if it is something that interests you, I really recommend that you get that book downloaded wherever you get your books from or order it. And for anyone that does need to hear this, you have just been through a period of 18 months of a profound and ongoing threat to your health your well-being your life you've gone through social isolation you've gone through aggressive misinformation on both sides of everything you've gone through lies you've gone through political turmoil and financial uncertainty of course you are not functioning at your peak and just know that no one is at the moment. And if you needed to hear that today, then that is just for you. You're, no one's operating at their peak right now. We'll be talking about ways of getting back to our peak and how we can move forward through all of this as the series goes on. It's also been a few months now since I turned 40. And I'll be honest with you, I was absolutely dreading to my 40th. And in reflection so far, again, being completely honest with you, it's been my best birthday yet. I don't know. It's like there's been some magic switch. Um, Maybe it's facing the fact that even if I'm really lucky, the odds are that I'm halfway through this life already. Uh, And it got me thinking because maybe we spend the first 40 years building up those layers. We we hide ourselves away. We add armor on and all these layers of protection that we think are going to keep us safe and protect us from any kind of suffering. They take away our vulnerability and they help us to be accepted and and liked by others. And I think that switch came in the form of knowing there's not the years to mess around anymore. And there's not the the years or the time to just see how things go and coast anymore. Uh, And maybe the next 40 years will be about removing all of that baggage that we collect. And a bit like a buckaroo horse, we hang things onto us and maybe it's time for that horse to buckle. And throw it all off and um, with that knowing that we just belong and we no longer need to impress to fit in we haven't got the time to waste Um, maybe it's just about accepting ourselves in every way and being happy with who we are right now and with all the flaws and all Um, that knowing is a real gift and that's been my 40th birthday gift from whoever the universe god whatever you want to call it but I don't know what happened. It was like a, a switch, like I said, or a flick of something or a bit of wisdom that entered me for my 40th birthday. Another aspect of my life I know I don't have the years to waste on is my love life. And it's an area blocked out in the past, but spending some time in isolation has made me realise that maybe I do want to share my life with someone and someone that I can grow with. And you'll notice that's an area that I'm working on by the first couple of guests that I have joining at me, the table in the over the next few weeks. So, You'll have to listen out for that if you're in that situation too and you're on the lookout for meeting someone. I just mentioned there that I have spent some time in isolation. A couple of weeks ago, I was struck by the COVID wand, (laughs) not that anything magic happened, and I did end up with the virus. Um, You probably hear I'm still a little bit nasally now, so that's why my voice sounds a little bit different. But I'll be talking more about what I learned during those 10 days in the first episode, which is available now. As soon as you listen to this, hook into that one. Something that I'm looking forward to in the new series is more conversations around the table, more honest conversations, more real conversations, some stuff, the deeper stuff, and other times, everyday worries and concerns, both with just you and me and me and my guests. So, and something that I did learn from the last series, what there is a real power in sharing experiences it does create more conversations and makes those of us that are suffering feel connected. There really is a solidarity in strangers recognising themselves in your stories. And that doesn't have to be a story of heartache or pain. It could also be a really positive experience or a positive story that you shared that can be really inspiring for someone that's listening. So by sharing stories, we can answer questions like, how do you get through something like this? Will I ever understand something like this? and Or how can I reach my goals? And with all that in mind, if you or someone you know fancies joining me at the table to share their story or their experiences, then please do get in touch. As always, you can find me on social media at IamCraigStory.com or drop me an email podcast or one word at gmail.com. I really am excited to be sharing the table with you over the coming weeks. You'll find a new episode wherever you listen to podcasts every single Friday and remember to share the episodes with anyone you know that you think will enjoy it too. Thank you lovely lot for listening and right let's get on with the series.